expensive. There's so much relief because the body, there's a lot of, of dis-ease and discomfort that comes along with the body, yeah? So when people have an out-of-body experience, uh, they feel, wow, they, they, it's just like the same thing with the gravity. You go into an anti-gravity chamber, this, the body experience is the dominant experience, yeah, here. And if you, when you get relieved, let's say, with an out-of-body experience, uh, you're not feeling the body, and there's unbelievable aha there, yeah. I've had it a number of times, and other people I've, I've seen had it. So uh, this, the... Uh, the engagement as a body comes along, comes with a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of hidden costs, so to speak. Yeah. Like some of them become, can become obvious, but just the sense of the body can be sort of a drag in a way when you're out of it, when you have a sense of being out of it, it's like sort of, it you wouldn't choose this as your vacation spot, the body. Yeah. You really wouldn't. I don't feel. And so, and then you can see a lot of people in life, they they become very disassociated from their body, even though they're and because the disassociation from the body has to do with the body. Yeah. So uh there's got to be that body idea to disassociate from. And so I remember when I got run over the next few years, my head took flight really as much as it could to be out of the body. So if like, let's say my, my left, when I was out there before I got run over, when, if my right arm was bleeding, I would just look left. And I truly with, with uh, just ignoring it, I abused my the worst leg of from the accident. Yeah, I just paid absolutely no attention to it and its condition. And so, this there's all these underlying things going on here that you really don't know until you have an experience of the opposite or the absence of. Yeah, like we talk about the gravity and the best way to realize the effects of gravity is to go into an anti-gravity chamber, yes? Because obviously, when you go up that steep hill, you think it's the hill, yeah? When you go up that long, you know, vertical staircase, you blame the staircase, but it's gravity, yeah? So there's, there's you're running into like a drag or a current, and we don't even recognize it. But if you have, if... If you have the event of an anti-gravity event, then you'll know gravity. The same thing with the body and the same thing with this idea of self, yeah? Every one of us many, many times over have had maybe small free samples or even large ones. The system just uh, re-engages so quickly there's almost a built-in forgetting, yeah? And therefore, all the pointing that you do is missed. You're missing the real point, yeah? 
It's sort of like a lot of people when you're working in recovery, when they first meet you and they're really having a bad situation and then they describe that situation to you perfectly, 20 minutes or 30 minutes, but that's not the situation really. There's a huge elephant in the room that you can feel the shadow of it looming over the, the, the people and they're super pointing at everything but the elephant, yeah? And we've been, un if you've been under that shadow, you can recognize the shadow overhanging the person, yeah? So you're listening to them and the weirdest advice comes out of your mouth, which is, oh no, get alone, go there, just, no, go to an AA meeting or go to a meeting. It makes absolutely no sense if you just took all their pointers, yeah, to heart, and there would be a lot of fucking things to deal with. But you see the overriding dilemma or condition is this elephant, yeah? This is what we're doing here, yeah? This is why non-duality doesn't really enter the skillful means uh, department, yeah? It doesn't have it as a future condition that you're going to arrive at but you're going to start with this present condition. It negates the present condition. Yeah. It doesn't follow your mental pointing. Oh, that's doing it. Or this is doing it because it knows the mental state is a, has an incredible misunderstanding and a blind spot. Yeah. So basically it just goes right to it and negates that. So that which wants to point out the way and what's obstructing you is what gets negated. It's not here to, we, this process to me is not going to reinforce that pointing from the mental state about what is and what ain't and what's the trouble and what's the obscuring and what's not. It's negating that, yeah? And when you see it's not you, it's not a part of you, it's not you, there's a loss of interest that happens. It's not personal. It doesn't happen with Mary and then happens with Bill. It's, a, it's an impersonal loss of interest. Yeah? You lose interest in the personal, literally. Yeah. So it's not like it's because it's you that you're the lucky one to lose interest. It's no. It does, it's negating the you and all of the hidden or the obvious uh conclusions we have about the you yeah just like there's the conclusion when you describe someone the act of selfing they they run it they always react in one or two ways wow i got it i've been selfing all day or the selfing is driving me crazy yeah you see they can't see it without They hear the selfing, and then the head has them already in the effect of it, yeah? And what is that effect? There's a you that's doing it, or there's a you that's being done to it. This is the negation of this message, yeah? You are not doing the selfing. You are not being done to by the selfing, yeah? The selfing implies something, and then we start at that point it implies instead of seeing it before that point. We're looking from 
the product of the selfing and trying to have an understanding about the selfing, which is the understanding about the selfing. There is no product of the selfing. It's a pointing, and in this case, there's no moon it's pointing at. It's just pointing. It's just pointing, in, and it's using the past. It's using the past. You. This is why in this moment, an action is occurring, and the head is claiming that action. Yeah, But when the head claims the action, it claims something else. It claims the, a historical doership, yeah? In other words, the doing right now being claimed triggers a, a, a historical sense of being the doer, yeah? So when you identify, when the, the head identifies as a doer now, it has a historical feeling behind it. So now you feel like you've been the doer of everything that's ever happened in your freaking life. This is manufactured. Yeah. If you're in a coma, it ain't happening. If you're there, it ain't happening. It only happens. It has, it needs certain conditions and it just keeps repeating it. Yeah. So it's, it's claiming to be you is I was you. I'm going to be you, therefore I am you now, really. And how it gets vindicated now is it claims the I am to imply that's Paul. Yeah. So now as Ramana says, and I don't know what he was meaning, this is how I see it. Yeah. The presupposing of the non-existent thing. What is presupposing it? Do you believe it's you that's presupposing it? I believe it's the mental process is presupposing the non-existent thing to be what? What is it supposing or assuming the non-existent thing to be? An existent thing. Yeah. So the presence of existence gets misunderstood. And now the thing that's appearing is what's existing. Yeah. So now the non-existent thing is an existent thing. And now is looking for salvation as the existent thing. If this is the case, and he said basically this is the case, the spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? It's as simple as that. This is why I don't believe Ramana put out much spiritual practices. He went with self-inquiry because that was the only way to get before the practices. The practices would already be infected by the first statement, which is the presupposing of the non-existent thing being an existent thing. We start looking at spiritual practices from that idea that we're an existent thing. Yeah. And therefore, when that's the case, the spiritual practices themselves being practiced by the non-existent thing assumed to be an existent thing, are reinforcing what? The non-existent thing being an existent thing. Yeah? Which is the opposite of what we believe we're looking for. Yeah? We're trying to get out of the non-existent thing as the non-existent thing. <laughs> How easy it is, is it to get out of a non-existent thing? Very easy. It doesn't exist. <laughs> so that's why when I saw that guy Uncle Fred who I knew 
in life. And I always thought without understanding it that Uncle Fred was the body. When I saw the body of Uncle Fred not enlivened by the I am, it was obvious that was an Uncle Fred. Now, in hindsight, I can say why I saw Uncle Fred as a body, because this this condition was seeing itself as a body. Yeah. The existence that was fueling the mental state, the mental state fell into a great misunderstanding. It took the I am, the existence of all existences, to be a body that was self-existing, an independent, separate, long-lasting island onto itself. Yeah. And every time it tries to swim away from the island, it swims away from the island as the island. Yeah. So wherever you, when you transcend, you'll find yourself there. <laughs> That's what's going to make you want to transcend more because you'll never seem to get rid of what you'd like to be free from. <laughs> it has us handcuffed, handcuffed. We're trying to be free as the non-existent thing instead of free from the non-existent thing. And the free from the non-existent thing is inherently available. It's not produced it's not arrived at, it already is. See, this is the trick. It already is. Yeah. You mean you don't have to do anything? Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Will I be doing things? Yes, for sure. Because the role here is an action figure. It's the figure is preceded by action. <laughs> so the figure and action go hand in hand in this experience. Yeah. But... The action figure, which is like a hammer that sees everything as a nail, the action figure sees everything as I'm going to have to do something to get there or I'm going to have to do something to leave there. You can't apply that logic to what you are <laughs> because you can't leave and you can't arrive. You cannot leave where and what you are and you cannot arrive where or what you are, which is the whole basis, the whole logic it only, it's like got two gears. Yeah. It tries to get out of something. It tries to get into something. That's what it's doing all day. Yeah. It doesn't have a fifth or eighth gear. It's just trying to get out or trying to get in. Outer end doesn't work when it comes to what we are. Yeah. Doesn't work. Yeah. That's why it's not working. Yeah. You can't arrive at where you already are. This is the dilemma. Do you believe that all of us would have failed so miserably? Because some of these people in this Zoom were much more earnest, much more committed, much more dedicated, much more graced. They were old souls. It should have been fucking easy to get out of here by now. Yeah. And yet they have 200 years of 50 years of practice. And then times 30, 40 people here is a lot of time. Yeah. It can't, it's not about time. Yeah.
if timelessness is a condition, would it be in every moment of time? Yes. It's the basis, it's the space that where time can be entertained. The timelessness allows the idea of time to be entertained. Every freaking moment is no moment. It's always here, always now. Now, we don't see it, just like probably the fish doesn't see the water. Yeah. Though it's in it constantly, it lives there, probably has no idea. It probably knows more about the seaweed and the other fish than it's ever going to know about the water. Yeah? Fucking have no understanding is not going to school, you know, studying water, nothing. Yet it's the basis of its whole existence. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> trying to know the unknowable, trying to follow an ancient description of the undescribable, trying to comprehend the incomprehensible. Yeah. Why? Do you think there's a stairway of comprehension that leads to the incomprehensible? <laughs> it doesn't work that way. That's duality completely. Yeah. You believe I'm going to have to comprehend to comprehend the incomprehensible. You probably will, but not the way you think. The trying to comprehend is going to fail you. And after failing you many, many times, it's going to finally work for you, which is you're going to get that it's failed. <laughs> its point was never to succeed. Its true point was to fail. So we've all, we're, we're huge successes because there's been so much failure yeah, and all you need is an understanding to see it in a different light. It's a hallelujah, really. Yeah, you can call off the hunt. Yeah. yeah. What is it? You know, the seeker is the sort, the hunted is the hunter. Yeah. <laughs> What are you going to do? I mean, it doesn't work. You're here 500, I don't know how many years here. <laughs> the only ones we can really rely on is like ancient ones that seemingly have passed away. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be easier than that, don't you think? It would be super hard to try to get out of an imaginary place. I agree with you there. But I think it's quite easy to give up wanting to get out of an imaginary place because you've seen it as imaginary, yes? And you've seen you as imaginary. <laughs> now, that thing you've seen as imaginary does not see itself as imaginary. You're not going to get that look from it. You're going to see it. You're not going to get the look from it. You're not going to... It's not going to be there to experience its own absence. It's not. Yeah. Yet there is not going to be an observer of the event. Remember that old thing with the in the 60s 
The revolution will not be televised. Yes, yes. It's, it's sort of like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. It's not going to look any way you ever thought. But the seeing is how your head thinks it was going to look. It ain't going to be that. But the seeing is the awareness is. Yeah. And then you'll get a sense. The closest sense you can have of some, something that doesn't come and go is your, is right where you are. Yeah. I mean, there was an awareness of my worst day, just as there was a, an awareness of my best day. It doesn't seem to be discriminating about what I think is best and bad, you know? It's just on. I don't believe things, light wants to have things appear in it. It just sees what's appearing in it, yeah? So, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. Release the Krakens. I can't hear you, Mike. You got bad. No? Now I can, yes. Okay. Well, Floyd, Floyd's up. Hi, Floyd. Floyd. Hi, Mike. Hi, Paul. Hey. Yeah, so... There's this uh, sort of understanding that uh, maybe I'm already where I am, you know, like where I'm supposed to be or there's nowhere to go and stuff like that. But why is it that when we get into situations with people, you know, there is this triggering of all the old shit, you know, that comes up and then... Oh, bro, Floyd, let me jump in. When you're yeah. when you're in a situation with people, you can go. You just were talking about there was nowhere to go. You can go when you're in an uncomfortable situation with people. Can't you? Yeah, you can go where. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about where. You just said you can't go, but you can go. In the world of appearances, in the world of appearances, you can leave. You can. What we are, you cannot leave. But in the world of appearances, you can leave. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to take it. <laughs> in a sense, yeah. at least you have to take it. Like if I have a someone's, you know, sharing the same jail cell as I. I'm in. You've got to a fucking accommodate the situation. Probably, if they're bigger than you, they're gonna get the the bottom bunk or something. Yeah. Yes, just you. Yeah. You've got There's not much room to move. But yeah. in a lot of cases here, appearances come and go. Yes. Yeah. A lot. But I'm in a sort of conundrum here because 
there are situations which I want, you know, I want maybe company or I want a relationship. And oh, then when I get thing, into well, then I, if I get into wait, it, I'm wait, like, wait, I don't want wait, it. Let me jump in there because, okay, I understand that you may want a situation. We're not about that. What we're about is asking who is it that wants the situation? Yeah, truly. Mm. I mean, this is what used to happen when I went to satsangs. Mm. A person would share the person who was up there and you could feel a nice energy in the room. And then they'd open up the questions and the first person would start talking about relationships. And then the horses were out of the barn and you could feel the energy change. We're not about any of that. We're talking about who is it that feels like it wants something. I'm not saying yeah. it's an invalid want or a valid want, but the point yeah. of this topic here is to question or negate the thing that's always implied to be before all these wants and dislikes and likes, yeah? Because there's yeah. a singularity that's imagined to be, and that singularity it has a lot to do with the meaning given to whatever comes after it. So this is the point. We want to go there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just like Ramana said, one of my favorite little things out of a booklet was uh, once again, he was the, the question of is there free will or is there predetermination or is there free will in predetermination? And I'm sure everyone was ready to start debating. And he said, listen, yeah. If there's a sense of individuality, a sense of individuality, a sense of indi individuality does not verify that there's an individual. Mm. There is no individual, but there's a sense of individuality. Yes. Yeah. He says, if there's a sense of individuality, mm. then there's also going to be a sense of free will. Everyone was sitting in that place, very interested probably to get into the debate or the topic of free will, but basically every one of them was bringing in this sense of individuality. Yes? So the looking at the free will of predetermination mm -hmm. was a way of the head hiding or verifying the sense of individuality. Because what was claiming the interest or claiming to be the one who wants to know about the free will or predetermination was the sense of individuality. So he said, listen, all of these questions have no value except for triggering to look at what's before it. And so right now, Floyd, you're going to be part of the example. Yes? Yeah. This is the yeah. topic, and it's so beautiful because this isn't like 800,000 people. It's a small little group, and we can stay on topic. Yeah, And the topic is not the what and the wherewithal and the this and the that. Mm. It's just the sense of individuality. Yeah, mm. That sense yeah. of individuality, does it, is it a true, is it true evidence for an individual or is it manufactured? Yeah. It's manufactured. A sense can be manufactured. Yeah. Mm. A sense of individuality can be manufactured. And then the head does, then we do the rest. There's a taking something that isn't so to be so. And if that's not questioned, you're going to have millions of questions. And if you got millions of answers, it still wouldn't be enough. 
because you're mm. still not getting to the point. Yeah. yeah. The point isn't the answer that comes to the questioner. It's to get the, the question, the questioner. Yeah. To stop that movement and just sit there and see if it's something is so or not. So you have the eyes to see, you have the ears to hear. Mm. We're all awake. We're all awake already. It's demonstrating. I mean, obviously, do you have to go to seeing classes, <laughs> feeling classes, hearing classes? No. Does do you are you sweating because you've had a day of a lot of seeing today? I've heard so many notes. I'm fucking sweating. Can't you see? My ears are almost bleeding. No. This this conscious contact that we are in with no fucking effort on our own does not demonstrate any thought or effort. Why would you believe thought and effort would bring you to that which demonstrates no thought or effort? That's insane. That's an insane logic. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to work to get to a point where I had, there's no work at all. I'm not a believer in that when it comes to this situation. This isn't about, I'm going to work, 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 and then I'm going to retire into the, you know, the one condition that, no, it's not that way. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Paul. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. There's a there is a condition that wants to get into all these other conditions to hide its absence of being a real condition. It does. It gets the feeling from all the other shit. Yeah. It can't generate its own oddness. So it claims everything. The mental state claims the verbing and states itself as a noun. And now the noun become is before all the verbs. And then we have a language and it's a language of subject object. It's a language of noun and verb. When in fact, if you had a language and it was actually correctly directed, it would be verb and noun, really. It wouldn't thought with verb. Mm. The verb would question of the now now is questioning all the eyes of the verbs. Mm. Yeah. So we have a lovely situation here. Yeah, I I swear I went to these satsangs and every time there would be questions. So every time I went to see this one person, the energy of the room would change. <laughs> the first question would be about relationships and every fucking question <laughs> after was about relationships which seems to be of a two-ness when the primary point was of none-ness. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is what happens. The banner says non-duality, but it turns into a fucking circus. Mm. This is not therapy. This is not getting a date. I want mm. you to get a date. I hope you can feel a sense of community and belonging. That's all great, but this is not the point of these talks. It isn't. Mm. They're byproducts, and that's great. But, man, it's so easy to miss this point and make other fucking shit the point. It is. I've watched it over and over again. Yeah. 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 When I used to see people had followers underneath the banner of non-duality, and they had intensives every week, and one time they sent me a newsletter, and they had the 
the it's sort of like you know when they build cars they got to come up with fucking names for the color so sonic sonic blue or whatever yeah all mm. this shit they can't just say blue because they have to make it so here was this newsletter $150 intensive this weekend how to integrate your awakening awakening into everyday life this is not what this is about this is mm. not the freaking point here i mm. do not believe you are going to integrate what you are <laughs> What you're not mm. going to integrate what you are into the life of what you're not. I just don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. What happens when that doesn't get addressed? It more fucking intensives. Mm. Maybe the, instead of that's the topic for a one day intensive, mm. they get so many people. Now it's a week long retreat. How to integrate mm. our hour. We're very special awakening into everyday life. Give me a freaking break. Mm. I think that's been my struggle because I feel like people will, you know, there's sort of this thing that, oh, okay, I've done so much spirituality, blah, blah, blah. And now it's not working, you know, because when I go into a situation, but I think you've described it right, that this is what you're not. So why to, you know, sort of give so much weight to what you're not? Yes, please. I mean, it gets enough weight. Mm. It gets so much weight. Yeah, a little mm. bit of weight just it the scale is so tipped it needs yeah. a, it needs an adjustment and it can't do it mm. this is the dilemma when that which is implied is already been taken to be so you're starting from mm. the implied product how are yeah. you going to get out of it as it we have yeah. the same dilemma in recovery self can't get out of self yeah. So you got to go before it. You're not going to get out of it after it. See, when it's when the impliedness of the claiming has taken to be so, then you're just trying to get out of it after it. You're not. It's not going to work. But if you mm -hmm. can see before there's relief there, there's mm -hmm. no in and out. Your relief isn't based on I'm going to get out of it. You see, you're never been in it. Yes. Yes. This is a whole different. Uh, how you get to the relief is completely different, completely mm -hmm. different. You don't get to the relief when the relief dawns on this message is it has a sense. It's always been this way. Yeah. 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 The head wants works super hard to you to believe its conditions are always going to be this way. It has to work overtime, day in and day out, to try to fool you into that. When you have a recognition, one of the parts of it may be it's always been this way. What a fucking beautiful hit. And there's right. no advertising. There's no commercials to support it. It's just it's the truth. It tells you, tells you about the truth. Yeah. The head can tell you about the truth, but it's not fucking truthful. Mm. When you hit the truth, it has a power. It cannot mm. it can absolve a lot of imaginary shit in a nanosecond. Yes. Mm. You don't have to derobe the emperor. You see the emperor has no clothes. You don't have to go through the act of taking the clothes off. You've seen it naked already. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, I think there was a very strong holding to this image of being spiritual or some kind of ego of having worked on myself and now I have to be something outside. Yeah, and that is sort of yeah, a relief to see that that's Yes, it's great relief, Floyd, because what's making the ideas of how you should be or how it should look is the problem. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. When it's going to describe how you should be by the time you've reached, you have done so much work, you should be having no problems about it. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Your Mm. condition is the space of problems, solutions, agitation, calm, peace, everything. Mm. Everything that's nothing can appear in the sky that we are. They're all finite. They're all coming and and, and inevitably going to go. And in that sense, they almost feel like they've not even really been here because they come and go, come and go and come and go. And then you just get weaned off of this whole fucking thing we've been fed. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You may end up living in Novato, California. And when you say everyone, Novato, everyone thinks it's Nevada, I said. But it's Novato. N-O-V-T-O. I didn't know you lived in Nevada. I don't live in Nevada. It's Novato. <laughs> this is what <laughs> do you believe truly without knowing it completely blind you're going to arrive somewhere some mystical ecstatic state something new way better than that you're already it <laughs> mm. this is like the this I just got in a new car I haven't been it's newish I haven't been in a newer car my whole life. This car basically runs the windshield wipers, mm. runs the brake, pretty much runs everything. You have the symbolic mm. uh, position of being the driver, but the machine itself doesn't trust you one fucking bit. It's constantly jumping in and taking over. Mm. <laughs> Do you believe... This, with this compass and this ship that you're going to transcend and go somewhere, you can't even remember if we changed the Wednesday meeting to 2 o'clock instead of 1 o'clock. Mm. How are you going to know the infinite from the finite? Give me a break. This mm. is so beautiful. You're it already. <laughs> mm. Your work is just an expression, just symbolic. You're it. Yeah. <laughs> then you and you appear as a knucklehead yeah yeah am i going to get it become a much clearer knucklehead you'll be clearer about the not being the knucklehead but knuckleheadness may continue for sure mm. yeah yeah <laughs> what does that mean it doesn't mean shit it's just the way things go here yeah right yeah I think Ramana talks about it a lot in some respects, you know, and, mm. you know, people, I, I remember reading one thing and when Ramana was very ill, sometimes his body cried out and people took it him to be the body and they were surprised that the great master was, you know, 
screaming yeah. at pain. Give me a fucking break. Jesus Christ. Mm. I'm sure Jesus farted and, you know, fucking other people. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure they weren't always happy-go-lucky every second of the day. I would have probably gotten pissed off at Judas way before the last dinner. Yeah, mm. he probably had a, He likes some others better than others. This <laughs> is the way he goes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure Hwang Po liked tamari on his fucking fried rice. Yeah, and he got mm. upset when there wasn't not there wasn't enough tamari at the table. I'm sure. Mm. I mean, why? Because he liked tamari on the fried rice. No mystical, profound thing. You're not it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. The worst. The worst intention you can have for the body is to think you're a saint. <laughs> there was a great movie it was a german you mind it's i'm not speaking only to floyd obviously i left floyd a long time ago yeah there was a movie what was the name of it it was german and it starts out in tibet and there's a there's a temple and they're going to a cave where a, one of the monks has been in there for two years two months and two days and two hours or something. And so these young monks, he's like Mickey Mantle or fucking Michael Jordan, you know, this guy. And they go into the cave and there he is and his hair and everything, his nails and everything. And they take him in and they bring him back to the uh, temple. And this one younger monk has the, has the great privilege to, share the room with this guy his first day away from this incredible and self you know enlightened trance and there they are sleeping and so the young monks wakes up and he looks at the old the old guy in the bed and there's a there's a what do they call that a tent in the in the the, the uh blanket the the two year two months is has a boner He's having like a wet dream. Totally bums out the young monk. Fucking blows his whole idea of the other dude. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. It was such a perfect beginning of a movie. It really was. Even after two years, two, two months, two days and two hours, I'm still going to have a boner occasionally? Yes, probably. <laughs> oh, there goes another concept. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. If you already are what you're looking for, then what appears can look any way it wants. Yes. Its appearance isn't to arrive somewhere. It's an expression of where it is, which is could be an infinite expression. You could have super saints. You just probably ran into their shoulder at 7-Eleven buying like uh, Pringles. Yeah. Because he likes Pringles. Yeah. All right.
<laughs> Anyone else, Mike? Yes, uh, Rye. Hi, Rye. Hey there, can you hear me? Oh, Rye. Hey there, Paul. This is my first time uh, showing face. I've oh, been yes. lurking for uh, for a couple months. I'm actually from oh, Queens. Come on out. Come out into the yep. light. I'm here in the light. Yep. I'm actually from Queens, by the way. Just probably. Oh, Queens. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, in yeah. Queens? Uh, Jamaica, Queens. Close oh, to St. John's. Yeah, yeah St. John's University area. Nassau. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes away by car, I think. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But it's... Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's millions of miles away. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Jamaica's a trip. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I grew I up here. So long. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, what what can we do for you, Rye? Well, I just wanted a clarification. Um, I hope so. <laughs> so I've been watching your uh, your talks for a couple months, and the the past year for me has been this exercise in me trying to know me yes and so what it's been doing which admittedly has kind of led to a sort of loosening up of some stuff has been trying to kind of get the big picture of what's been going on with me you know some kind of a big relative truth so you know one relative truth i if i could share is yeah. just uh, something that i called the loser machine and it's essentially a machine that's fed by my fear of loss. And it kind of keeps me in this perpetual place of being a sore loser because I couldn't accept the losses in my life, whether it was losing a game when I was a kid, all the way to losing relationships and friends and losing myself to drugs or, or, or whatever, you know, losing opportunities and money. And I feel like finally at some point, I've, I got the loser machine. I found it. Wow. This has been fucking me up my whole life for 20 years. And, and yet there's this feeling that that's nice. You know, it's, it's, it's nice to get a hold of one of the big stories that's been the denial of which has been creating so much problems in my life. And yet listening to your message, I feel like I'm creeping up to this edge you know, this edge that has actually nothing to do with the story of my life or finding the big picture of anything. So I, my question is, my clarification is, is the me trying to get to know me kind of like making amends? Because that's kind of like what it's felt like, you know? Well, yeah, sometimes in, we would see it in, uh, let's say the gig is up and you get into recovery. Yeah. So you've had a, a run of flamboyant, at least in your own mind, of badness and shit. And basically the gig is up. Yeah. It's it's come to an end somewhat. And so now it has to change its costume and start becoming good. Yeah. And so basically, uh they'll feed you with let's say, better material yeah and you'll feel now you'll be on the the path of discovery where it can express an an, an addiction also the original addiction which is to you rye or to or paul as a long lasting independent separate entity so the bad fucking days are over it's going to now 
its movement is going to move towards higher ground and stuff like that. Yes. And you'll have a lot of winds. You'll come down to the root of some problems that seem to be deep mental grooves or emotional grooves. Yes. But still there'll be always you there, you know, exulting in the recognition. And then what we would call spiritual pride somehow shows up and you're more interested in people thinks thinking you have super clear eyes than anything else or something like that yes so the the identification uh you know it's sort of like the same dim same dimensions of the store but before it was a like an athletic store and now it's a market yeah but it's the same store yeah yeah and the sense of self is striving in both stores in a way and so this is why this message can scare that sense of self because the sense of self loves to, be, to become and unbecome shit. Yeah? It doesn't like the idea of being. That's scary. Yeah? But if it can always claim and, and, and manipulate any unbecoming and becoming. So it will sign up for a thousand year journey to become a better Paul, so to speak. Yeah. But to realize there is no Paul now, it's not quite interested in that. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. But even if, even if its intentions are weird, the results here are good. So that's, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. So I saw a lot of the stuff and yet uh, it trying to get better is cool in a lot of ways. I just see that I'm not that which is trying to get better. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So the action figure life gets bigger when it's going in a different direction, for sure. Yeah? And so even though it wants to use the shit the same way it was using the other shit, something else is involved now, and you're, in a sense, getting better as the action figure. Not getting bigger and larger as the action figure, but better in a way, yeah? And then you find, like, I find there's a certain ceiling in the action figure sitting here, which is can be expressed by gratitude, honoring, uh, empathy, uh, an, an availability to be of service. These are very high levels for an action figure, yeah? Now, the action figure didn't bring them, them those about. Life has, and it has begrudgingly fit itself around those things. Yeah? So I think that's great. Yeah? This is not, this isn't about starving the action figure. It's a, the action figure is going to do a whole lot better. It will grow in a different way when it, it's not saddled with the idea of you. Yeah? Yeah. And it's not, it's the you that's afraid to go to that edge, yeah? The body can thrive when it falls off that edge, yeah? It's the idea of you that doesn't want to go there. And thank God it's not you. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> See, before when you was you, it not wanting to go there was going to be pretty much the main directive, yes? But now... You can see the emperor with no clothes. I really don't want to do this, and there's a doing of it. Yeah, yeah.
Yes, it's now getting subjugated. Yeah, yeah, back to a, a different position in the corporate head. It's not in the it's not in the uh, the committee room. It's in the mail room now. Yeah, it's been assigned to where it can work. <laughs> yeah, so I see that way, right? Yeah, and if I if you are someone like me from Long Island, you probably need some help. The action figure. <laughs> it does so yeah the action figure we're from the world of broken toys there. yeah yeah <laughs> some structure I, you just saying jamaica i i feel empathy for you and i want to be <laughs> i do yeah. it's bringing out the compassion in me it's not far from where i grew up <laughs> yeah. yeah right just stay with us if you like yeah yeah thanks paul yeah, yeah. you're welcome thank you mm. oh william stand all right Oh. Hi, William. Here we are. Yeah. Yes, uh, I just uh, had this question for lingering around for some time on and off. But today, during the talk, it kind of, in a sense, resolved itself. But I'm still going to ask it anyway. Of all the places in the universe, why why are we here why, why do we choose this place out of billions and billions of other either universes or conditions okay. of, why do we choose I'm gonna, this? I'm gonna put aside you're asking this question because I really like you and I'm gonna just let it go into the uh the ethers yeah the the why doesn't go anywhere yes. Yeah. I, I thought that's what you might say, and that's what's coming to me about it. But I just want to also add that I'm from Woodside, Queens, so I'm very close to this. Jesus Christ. That's why we're it's Woodside, Jamaica. <laughs> that's like the Bermuda Triangle. Davis, you know? Woodside, Jamaica, and Rockville Center. A lot of fucking souls have been sucked into there. <laughs> Woodside, wow. Hey, William. We've made it this far. We got to have, you got to give yourself some credit. Yeah. It's been a long truck, a long trek for me, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. But I won't, I won't go too in, into my personal issues, but I'm in a lot of pain mostly. I'm doing well, uh, I'm happy. I hope <clears throat> coming here <clears throat> brings a little bit of relief. Yes. And now I know you're a homeboy, so I'm going to keep yeah. my eye out for you. Yeah. Seriously. I have an allegiance to Queens and Nassau. Even oh. Suffolk, but mostly Queens and Nassau. Going, going, <laughs> going back to my question, though, I mean, why is it so evaded? I mean, I don't understand. Is it too complex or is it not answerable? Or is that it? Oh, yeah, because what it's... If you keep feeding that which is asking that type of question, you're doing the situation a disservice. Doing what? 
you're doing the situation a disservice. What situation? The situation of us. You're oh. feeding this imaginary mouth. I see. And it's oh. never going to be fulfilled. It's like the hungry ghost in the old Tibetan view with the, the huge and the small mouth. Yeah. It goes yeah. back to starting with you already are there. So it's no sense. You exactly. know. So these, these whys are, uh, yeah. You, you, first of all, you didn't have it, William, the question. It doesn't come from you. And the answer isn't concerning you. It comes from some place in your head, and it's best not to feed that right now. Have you ever seen that thing that always asks us questions that it ever gets fulfilled by any answer? No. It's just an act of questioning. So, yeah. I can apply. Don't question that. Actually, just Probably. question that. What is it that would like to know that? Because that's, it's not you. So right. that's wants to know that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the same same format that we just were speaking about. I can I can apply that in, with this question also. Exactly. That's the point. Is to see who is it that's asking that's this, true. because it's gonna. What happens if if that that which is asking keeps getting answers, <clears throat> it's going to fill up its need to seem to be relevant or existing when it ain't. So this is why you want to starve it. I understand very well. Yeah. Yeah. And we have the we have the platform to do it. We're, we're not this isn't a giant we we have a you know, an assumed uh, point and we stay t close to it. Yeah, this is, the, this is the point. Yeah, because listen, the head, the claiming of, of what's happening by the head is a very quick process. Very, very quick. Yeah. And in the process, it also implies it's a historical fact. So this process, in my observing life, I seen that that which comes after can have absolutely no effect on that which is before. Yeah. But that which is before can have a huge effect on that which comes after. So in time, and a process, whatever process is, is in, is of time, yeah? The word process is has a big flavor of time in it, yeah? So this process seems to be the fastest one I've ever run into. And it took me a long time to figure out I ran into it because it was so fast, it had me starting at its conclusion, yeah? So there was no way able, there was no ability to question it because I would question it as its product. Yeah. Do you see? Oh. I was at, I was at the product point of the line and that would be the product questioning the process. That's not how it, that is how it works and that doesn't work for us. Yeah. So you immediately only have a few options. I'm going to try to get out of this shit 
But the thing is, I'm going to try to get out of this shit as this shit. Yeah. Because I believe I'm truly different than the shit I'm in. You're not. Yeah. You're a product of this activity. Okay. So this product of the activity is very fast. And one of its uh, effects is what comes after it gets more influenced by the before than it can produce in the process, yes? So basically, whatever processes is, is going to be used to reinforce the first process. This is what we just described with the what the, the, the presupposing of the non-existent thing being existing. And then at that point, that thing that's not existing, wanting to get salvation for itself as the existent thing, is going to create the secondary process of spiritual practices and neuter the whole possibility of the spiritual practices. And now they're going to be reinforcing the first process when we believe they're attempting to change or alter or transcend the first process. They're actually a link in the first process and so on and so forth. So every process to try to come back the effects of the first process just reinforce the first process. This is my humble recognition here. So truly, this is what gave me put an end to a lot of shit because I realized there's no way I'm going to get out of this as this. It's no fucking way. I'm starting at the after and I'm being called the before. And that's why with the idea that I'm the before, I get super frustrated because I'm not, I'm the after. So if I'm the before, I should be able to, if I'm the thinker, I should be, you know, be able to hurt the thoughts. I could teach them where I want them to go and what, they, and what they're about. And it seems like a clear assumption because I'm before it all. If I'm the doer of shit, I should be able to stop doing a lot of shit. Yeah, it seems it, it anoints me with some power I don't have because I'm not the before. I am not the doer. I am not the thinker. I am not the feeler. This is why you get bushwhacked by feelings because you're not the feeler. You're, you're, you're just another feeling arising. You're just another thought that arises saying, I'm the thinker of all the other thoughts. You're not. Yeah, you're just a thought, just like everything else. And I haven't seen one thought fight another thought and the other thought get killed. I don't. I see one thought goes with another thought and they couple like rabbits and there's tons of thoughts. Yeah, I don't see any vanquishing of a thought by a thought. I see a thought leads to a lot of thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yes? Yes, this is what I see. Here so, you I was confronted with a situation. There is something that's happening. I would say it's a mental process and it happens in time. And there is a very quick claiming of whatever is going on to imply it's going on to me or it's done by me or it's doing on me. Yeah. And the me is manufactured like everything else, but it's been vested in incredible power it doesn't have. I should lord over everything that comes after me because I'm the before. I beg to differ. You're the after. That's why you're fucking confused. 
Because life isn't treating you as the before, it's treating you like the after. And no one's listening to you. No one's doing what you want unless you can give them a lot of drugs or money or whatever. No one's fucking listening. Could care less about how you want it to be. Yeah. You argue with reality, you lose every freaking time because you're after it. You're an idea who thinks it's having all these other ideas. You're just an idea, a manufacturing, a machination of the head. Yeah as an appearance, as the existence, you're something. But that's that's the story of the before. Let the before tell you its story instead of trying to tell a story about the before. Just fucking lose interest in this which is after, and then the, the before will tell you stuff. You will, it will, it's your own ear it's going to whisper in. It's you, you're it. Yeah. But... The process, I do not believe a process can beat this process. I don't. I don't think it's like a gunslinger that hasn't lost. It always wins in a gunslinging in time, but it never wins when it's when it's confronted with the before because the before has its gun out all the time. It cannot be outdrawn by a fucking process. It can't. Time cannot get before the timeless. Time cannot get before the timeless. And we are of the timeless. We are of before. But we have been manufactured to take ourselves to be after with all the symbolic emphasis of the before, but none of the fucking power. This is what we run into in AA. You realize... Your life is unmanageable because you've been trying to manage it. You don't have the power that you think you have. Yeah? Though you are the power that you can never think about. You can't capture what you are with thought. This is my humble understanding. I felt it was verified by reading other people. I mean, completely verified in my own thing. And here I am. We, we, we are a card salesman. We only sell cards. Yeah, you can grill it, sushi it, whatever. I don't care. But you're going to get cod here. C-O-D, that's it. That's all I got. You know, you can paint, you know, fucking legs on a snake or fucking lipstick on a pig, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and this is how I see it. I think you're not going to get out of time through time. I just don't see it. I do not see it. Yeah. I hope someone, if I'm missing it, I hope something crashes through the ceiling and reveals itself to me. But I humbly believe that we are from before time and we're taking, and then the head is taking ourselves to be something after time, in time, but as the before. And it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know, don't you know when a shoe doesn't fit as soon as you put it on? The 80 other fucking times gets to be fucking abusive, doesn't it? You realize that, you know, you're a 10. You're trying to put on an 8. It ain't going to happen. Yes? So let's just save ourselves some fucking time. Yeah. Go ahead. Have you tried it already? You try to get out of you and you're still here. 
Oh, the 60s, I was out of it, but it's not the 60s now. Oh, the ayahuasca, but you're not uh, you're not going to ayahuasca every day in Novato, California. Oh, I'm going to microdose or whatever. Come on. You can't. This ain't going to get it. It ain't going to get it. It not go. It can't. It's impossible. It can't get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the great news. So hey. All right. I must love beating a dead horse because I swear. I got some sadistic joy out of it. Just beat the fucking dead horse. See, if the horse you are riding is seen as a dead horse, it becomes like a pinata. It's great. The dead horse gives you a lot of fucking information that you weren't getting when you thought it was alive. Seriously. When you see it's dead, it's it's a wealth of fucking knowledge. <laughs> it is. It's a wealth of knowledge. Just keep banging that pinata. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mike, I think we're going to close shop. Eh? Okay. Northern hands. Great. Great. Rye. I got my homeboys now. Rye, Rye and William. Jeez. All right. Uh, and we have John, maybe Luna, John Luna. He was from the Bronx. Wow. And PK. PK from Long Island City. <laughs> They're doing they're doing missionary work now. Yeah. We've set them we've set them off into Suffolk County. <laughs> <laughs> Spread the news. All right, David. Nice to see you down under, bro. Miak. She has a generous heart, the heart of a lioness. Miak. Yeah. Yes. We got oh, this Smitty. We like to call it Kathleen. She's in Florida somewhere. Nice to see you, honey. We got Eric P. Yeah. Nice to see you, Eric. As well, we have Sherry with a guest, uh, someone. Daughter and Carly. Hi. Your daughter. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, cool. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's very, thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. You see? Yeah. Kenneth, as always, Vancouver. Yep. Alfonso. Alfonso. You're down in Colombia, eh? Yes, Bogota, Colombia. Ah, Bogota. Bogota. Uh -huh. Great. Right. Great. Shannon Corkery. You're first in line, Shannon. When we do, we're going to do that Greek film thing. Yeah, the women falling, jumping off the cliff. <laughs> we promise we're going to catch you, Shannon. You'll have to trust us. Yeah. David B. Yeah. Lindy. John K. Frank G. A.O. That's Alan Olson. Susan H. James Olson. Oh, his brother. Wow. Uh, Bobby, Bobby J. Have we met Bobby before? 
Yeah, hey Paul. Uh yeah, I'm the guy from Connecticut where Oh yeah, Jerry we saw you at the uh we saw you with um uh uh Lud. Yeah, Lud's place. Yeah, so oh, freaking wild. Yeah, okay. man, thanks. Nice to see you. Hey, likewise. Yeah. Julius. Byron Bay. Bro. Bill Churchman. Floyd. Floyd De Silva. Mike G. Uh, let me get others here. We've got Hamid. Oh, Maria. I saw Hamid before. I wanted, we were going to sing thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for him. Tell him he missed out, I guess. Tofa, you okay, Maria? All is well? Great. Tofa, nice to see you, my friend. Susanna W., a long uh, thing of numbers. James O., Bobby, I think that's it. Hey, thank you so much for uh, another night in the asylum. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Paul. Everyone's still awake. There's Jello. Jello's going to be served. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Probably put the pill you need in the Jello. Uh, yeah. Amelia, where is she? Amelia, Amelia hello. Thank you, Paul. Thank All right, you, Paul. brother. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for our awesome meeting again. Oh, yeah, great meeting. Badass. Yeah, amazing. See y'all. Bye-bye. Wow. Sherry. Thanks, Mike. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thanks, Mike. Definitely enjoyed your trip.